Well, good morning. This is, uh, should be Wednesday morning if you're following our regular schedule that comes every morning. Looking at were you there, the triumphal entry a week before Jesus dies. We've been talking about the parade. Jesus was God, but he needed a parade because he's human. He takes all of our sins and uh, begs people to be with him, and he has a parade. Yes, he wants to draw everyone's attention to what was happening so they would not miss the drama of this moment. Jesus wants the universe to know the truth about God, the truth about reality that he's trying to share at the cross. And I think he needed a parade, too, and we need to give people parades. I was thinking about uh, Dr. Garrity, who was the president at the University of La Sierra when I was a pastor there. His father, into his 90s, was all over the place. He just kind of stayed in a little guest room and was at all the programs and chapels and parties. And one of the great honors was to get a letter of thanks and recognition from Dr. Garrity's father. And it was a treat. He lived till 99, didn't quite make it to 100. And I had a folder for some time of all the letters I'd received on a typewriter, didn't use a computer. I got one that was a negative. He didn't like one story I told, but all the rest. Oh, damn, what a great sermon. What a great worship service. What about this or that? He was so kind. Everybody needs a parade when someone will cheer you on. It's the famous story of the missionary. He was on his way back to New York after 40 years in India or Africa somewhere. And they're on the boat, and as they're coming into the harbor, there's all kinds of uh, boats shooting water in the air and uh, bands playing. And he said, Boy, they remembered, and they wanted to welcome me. And then he realized it wasn't for him, the returned missionary after 40 years. The former president, Teddy Roosevelt, had been on a safari in Africa, and they were having a big parade for him. And he began to cry, and uh, the person who was with him said, Don't worry, you'll get your parade in heaven. We'll get ours in heaven. Okay, thank you very much, but... <laughs> Most of us would like to have one here, you know. It's hard to make it. Jesus needed one here, not just waiting for the angels to parade him up in heaven, but to have one down here. A couple quick points. If you're going to give people a parade, you're doing it for Christ. Jesus said, if you did it for them, you did it for me. So when you give something to someone, you give them a note, you give them a gift, you give them a baby shower, whatever you do, Jesus hears it too. Jesus feels it, and it makes him know that what he has done and who he is still matters to us. And number two, if someone wants to give you a parade, let them give it. It's important for them to do it. It's important for you to hear it. Don't let your humility get so strong and say, no, you shouldn't, you shouldn't. No, no, give it to someone else. Let it come. If someone's going to clap for you once in a while, let them clap for you. If someone's going to thank you for something, let them thank you. If they're going to give you a really extravagant gift once in a while or surprise birthday party, let it soak into your soul. We get it so few times. Even Jesus needed a parade. Let them let them give it to you. Don't push it away. Don't say, no, you shouldn't have. That's too much. Just be a gracious receiver and get it. And now we come to the heart of this with Jesus. He looks out over the city in Luke chapter 19, verse 41. It says, as he approached Jerusalem and saw the city, he wept over it. Why did he cry? He's heartbroken because they're rejecting him. He comes all the way down from heaven. And they're going to kill him. And they're going to put him up on a cross. How could they reject him? It says in John 1, you know, the light came into the world, but his own people knew him not. Bad enough to have people, you know, strangers reject him. But your own people, 
your special people that you have blessed and worked with for thousands of years, and they reject you and betray you. Lord Ogilvy and Bruce Larson, two great, great preachers, they reenacted this walk that Jesus had from Bethany to the Mount of Olives. And while they're walking, some young boys joined them. So that was very cool. They're reenacting this walk with kind of a little crowd. And all of a sudden, one of the little boys pulls on his coat and he said, Mister, would you like to have my sister? He's selling his sister for a night. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking to think that people come down that low. The brother's got to go out and sell his sister. And that's what Jesus felt. It's heartbreaking. How can this be? How can people reject God and reject what Jesus is dying for them? saw a movie one time or about a sermon. This group of people went on a mission trip to uh, Central America somewhere. And you had to fly there. Then you had to go on a bus so far out to the sea. Then you had to ride a boat out to this little small island, seven hours out in the ocean. And somehow in the middle of that, one of the team got mad. Got mad at something. He found a bottle of rum from somebody, stole the bottle of rum, drank the whole thing. He's drunk, grabs the guy's kayak, and paddles back seven hours back to the mainland. He's left the island. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking that someone can get so mad and so hurt that that's what they do, just leave the island. And that's what Jesus feels. How can people leave the island? He's dying for them. He knows what he has. He has a heaven. I'm going to offer you to come back and take you to my place and not where I am. There you may be also. And people are rejecting that. He gives it to them free. And they're still rejecting, heartbreaking, and it needs a parade. What kept him going through the agony of the garden and the whipping and the nails on the cross was the picture in his mind of those people cheering, Hosanna, Hosanna, son of David, gives him hope. Maybe someday there will be another parade and there would be millions of people would someday honor the cross and honor his sacrifice and say, okay, here we had... Millions of people this weekend honoring Jesus for the resurrection. That's a parade. It means everything to God. Even though we couldn't physically go and worship, Jesus knows our hearts. He knows that we tried. We did the best. I preached three times on Sabbath, various online versions of it. We do the best we can. Parade gives some hope. It still works today. He's still there in heaven listening, waiting to see if we'll join the parade. You sing a hymn, it's a parade to God. You sing praise, you sing amazing grace, you sing he's alive, he's risen, any of those things. It brings joy to God. Okay, okay, people haven't forgotten. You put a check on the plate, you go online and put some money in for God. It, it's a blessing. Someone heard my sermon yesterday and texted me back to Pastor Dan, I'm going to put an offering in. Thank you very much. The parade. In the Olympics one time, the Canadian uh, skier broke her ski pole. The Nor Norwegian coach quickly grabbed the pole and gave it to her. She wins, and the Norwegians not knocked off the, uh, the uh, stand there and ended up in fourth place. And the Canadians got 8,000 cases of maple syrup and sent it to Norway to say thank you. Give that person a parade when you are that sacrificial and give up something. Kids, go on a mission trip. Jesus hears. It's a parade, and you make a difference for God. Someone gave a donkey for Jesus to ride. Someone puts their coats down on the ground, and you cheer, and you shout, and you make a way for Jesus. And what we do today is just as meaningful to Jesus, and it goes through to his heart. 
and lets him know that the cross was meaningful, matters to him. And so we're going to wrap it up for today. We'll come back tomorrow with God Talk. This is God. Let's just say a quick prayer. Our dear Father in heaven, I pray that you'll give us somebody to do a parade for today. But we know that when we give something for someone else, it goes to Jesus' heart, goes to your heart. We know what it meant to give up your son. We know what it meant for Jesus to come down and die. And the best we can do is to do an act of worship, an act of service for someone today. So we pray that you will hear that in your heart. And when we make a call, we text somebody, cheer someone on, send them a text, a Bible text, and bless somebody. Drop off a bag of food for someone, whatever it is. Encourage a caregiver, a doctor, or a nurse. Our teacher, it goes to the heart of Jesus. So we bless you today with our active service. We pray in Jesus' name.